Alright, let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Fan Speculation. Oh, fuck. I got a beer over my thumb. Oh, boy. Hmm. Wait a minute, you're not Vinny. I am not Vinny. No, it's Andreas! Hey! Back for a... God, I don't know how many times you've been on this podcast, but it's always a pleasure to have you here. Andreas is filling in for Ben. So it, it's got to be at least something like that. Andres is filling in for uh, Vinny here. Vinny's being a very busy bee. He's making some big boy moves right now. So I want to thank you, Andres, for coming on. And obviously, you're always welcome. No problem. No problem. Wishing Vinny the best in whatever bee busy stuff he's doing. He's doing all right. He'll be all right. I'm actually drinking the um, the IPAs you left at my uh, my apartment when you were here. And I was texting Ooh. you. <laughs> it's very good. I like the it a lot. Cheese? Yes. I was texting <laughs> With you on New Year's Eve, and I'm just like, I legit thought these were seltzers. You're like, seltzers? Do you not know me? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I come back from a liquor store with with bourbon and seltzers. Yeah, 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 that's good. But <laughs> to no, be fair, I'm glad. The, the box is very summery, very bright colored. Yeah, 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 very, very, very vibrant. So I can see how it could be confused for seltzer, but yeah. it is very much not. My so. my girlfriend Ashley was the one. And she's like, "Babe, those aren't seltzers." I'm like, "They're not." Oh shit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, but hey, more for me, none for her. Anyway, welcome to fans, welcome to fan speculation. Andreas and I have a, a lot to talk to you, uh, this evening, this this morning. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, we are recording this on Tuesday, the fourth of January. So we are not doing this our normal Wednesday. Uh, recording like we usually do, as I mentioned on last week's episode, because I'll be going to AEW Dynamite uh, in Newark when uh, we normally record. So luckily we have this up, and we have a lot to get into. So this is the biggest breaking news story at the time of this recording, so something else happens. Eh, Fuck us, I guess. Anyway, the biggest uh, thing coming out in the past few days is that Morbius is being delayed uh, there are many, many different re- well, a few different reasons to why this is happening. One, the biggest one, COVID. Uh, uh, Sony apparently want to be more proactive and they want to, you know, help lessen the spread and lessen the the positive cases, and they don't want to be held kind of responsible for it. Even though Spider-Man No Way Home could be held responsible for that, sort <laughs> of, but, but we're not going to think about that because the movie was amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. Um, whatever your opinion is on COVID, it's, that's that's your opinion to have. Um, but this could be a reason. I mean, movies being delayed these days is kind of normal, isn't it, Andreas? Yeah, it's, it's, it's normalized. To be honest with you, I was... I was thinking about this last week uh, when when I saw uh, Spider-Man No Way Home for now the fourth time, just like you. Hey, me too. Uh, and there was the Morbius trailer, and it said, like, January. And I turned to Michelle, and I'm like, there's no way this fucking thing is coming out in January. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no tickets being on sale. There's no promotions. There's no commercials on TV. I'm like, watch this get delayed to, like, March or something. You're close. Um, Very close. April. But, but now we're in April, right? So yeah, um, on April Fool's Day too, which is kind of funny. On April Fool's Day, where they might just announce another April Fool's joke, delaying it even further. But, um, <laughs> but no, I, I think, uh, and and I would like to think this is Sony being conscious about COVID. Um, but I I don't think that's the reason. I think they're 
delaying for maybe potential reshoots or cameos? What do you think? That is exactly a big reason. A lot of people, like myself, all over the internet are speculating because just it's we're only like a few weeks, maybe like three weeks, I think, removed from Spider-Man No Way Home. And the love Andrew Garfield got from this movie, from all the fans who saw it. Um, I mean, you and I have been singing Andrew Garfield's praises for, for many years now of how much of an amazing, no pun intended, amazing Spider-Man he is. You and I went to go see the, the first movie he had in uh, for, for a midnight premiere back in 2012, I think it was, that first movie came out. Um, so it's just nice to see him getting all this nice uh, praise and just and he really seems to like he he knocked it out of the park with his performance. Now everyone's been saying for so long that he is rumored to be the Spider-Man of the Sony verse. You know, Sony has all these properties and projects they have going on. They have the two Venom movies, this Morbius movie coming out. They want to do a Black Cat movie, a Spider Woman movie. Uh, so many uh, projects coming out of this and. Andrew really, uh, in my opinion, should come back, but also Marvel, think people like Daniel RPK and My Time to Shine, two very uh, uh, reliable sources when it comes to breaking news in this industry. Excuse me. Oh, God, it's going to happen a lot. Uh, so professional we are here. Um, That's juicy. <laughs> um, so that, that there, you know, those two uh, reporters – they are saying that Marvel wants to use Andrew Garfield and possibly Tobey Maguire for multiple future projects again. Um, Andreas, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? I mean, obviously it must be similar to mine, but what do you think when you hear about all these rumors about Andrew returning as Spider-Man, as Sony Spider-Man once again? So uh, one of the one of the main YouTubers that I watch, uh, and I've I've advertised him enough at this point to get some compensation, but the, the real rejects... You got me into um, And... Uh, and they said in one of their videos posted either yesterday or today that uh, Andrew Garfield fits like the tone of these movies perfectly, like like Venom, Morbius. Um, and I agree, even the cin- cinematography, like the slightly like blue hue or tint uh, in these trailers are very like similar to the cin- cinematography and filters they use for The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um so I would like to see Andrew come back and, and be Sony versus Spider-Man. And they can very much just keep Tom Holland in the MCU and potentially do some, some crossovers in the, in the future. Um, I'm maybe one of the few people that are, is kind of like, okay, Tobey Maguire saying, you know, with his suit hung up and just, and maybe just giving another chance to Andrew and maybe a couple more films, but um, maybe like an after credit scene or, uh, or or something with Toby, but um, I I think Andrew didn't get his fair share, and excited to see if they if they allow him to. So, um, I very much agree that with the uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies, Andrew Garfield doesn't get the credit he he nearly deserves because a lot of people will just shit on those movies and not necessarily focus on how good of a Spider-Man he is. Like I've said this on the podcast before, but. My buddy Jimmy McChesney sends me something on Instagram today. It's like, uh, it's like a, a res- I, I don't use TikTok, but it's like one of those like you reply to a comment and putting in a TikTok. It's like Toby was the funniest Spider Man, and then they show the scene where he's stopping the guy from breaking into the car. He's like, <clears throat> "Hey, listen, uh, if you if you're gonna uh, steal a car, don't dress like a car thief, man. Are you a cop? Really? 
me and all this this spandex red and blue outfit. I'm a cop. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Just, yeah, go, go. And he's like, it's my weak, uh, small knife. Oh, my God, it's my weak, the small knife. Like, he is he is the funniest Spider-Man by far. And he was the funniest in, in No Way Home as well. Um, I think Toby could, he's like, um, I think he's he's very much okay with, like, if he never comes back to it again after this, I think he's fine. But I also think money talks, and I think we could for sure see both Andrew and Toby return for a Secret Wars thing. Um, even some people have speculated as Toby coming back like very, very rarely for like as a mentor to Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Maybe to kind of check up on him somehow. He's got, got technology, and like he's there for for uh, for Tom Holland Spider-Man. You made a good point that Andrew's overall tone and the movies fit very well with the tone that the Venom movies and Morbius movies seem to be going. And I think Tom Holland kind of fits that role with where the MCU is going. Now, the big uh, big rumor is that how they're going to kickstart potentially Andrew returning into the uh, MCU, uh, into the Sony-verse, is that they're going to be showing some sort of scene or some after credit scene in Morbius, and that's the reason why they're doing this. Also, Michael Keaton being reported to do more scenes as Vulture, him saying it himself on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, we all have to assume that's Morbius. Um, how would you think that kind of would kind of play out? I mean, would you think this delay has something to do with that to play to those rumors? Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's a part of it. I mean, hopefully, it doesn't take. Whatever it is, like four, three, three and a half, four months to shoot a two minute after, not even two minute, probably like 45 second after credit scene. So I think it has something to do with that. Um, but I, I would like to see an after credit scene or maybe something at the third act of the film. Like if they're delaying it this much, maybe it's some quick cameos in like the third act of the film, uh, maybe like in the actual movie and not just the post credit scene, but. Um, speaking of post-credit scenes, I don't want to uh, jump off Morbius uh, right away, but um, there's there's talks and like uh, I see some like IGN and some posts or whatever that in No Way Home there was originally supposed to be after-credit scenes that followed Toby and Andrew back to their worlds. Yeah, and the, the I would have loved that shit. I would love it too. The, the writers of like, No Way, the, the writers of No Way Home confirmed that, so that is real. That is something we could have possibly I flipped had. the table metaphorically, but I'm like, what the? That would have been <laughs> awesome. Like, I think Andrew was supposed to go back to Emma Stone's uh, grave and say that you know he that she would be proud of him that 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 he he caught the girl or something, and that Toby would go back to MJ and and you know, get healed and, like, lay in the bed because he just got stabbed. So, like, I don't know. I think that would have been cool. And then to set up Andrew, I guess it, they didn't know at the time, you know, maybe they were still on the fence about, you know, keeping Andrew as a Sony Spider-Man. But in Andrew's scene, they could have, you know, something could have flickered or or you could have heard Morbius's voice or something like that. Or like, something, anything. But anyway, um, I've also we'll seen... See. I've also seen stuff where, like, Craven the Hunter, you could have had him show up because Aaron Taylor Johnson's been cast as Craven the Hunter and he's in the Sonyverse. Could have just come up right up to Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. It's like, you should never come home, mate. And just start a, a thing right there for Andrew's first uh, return to his movies. Um, the other big thing, and we've kind of talked about this podcast before, but Emma Stone uh, has been 
reported too that Sony wants Emma Stone to be uh, in a Spider Gwen movie, and the big theory going around is that you know in the Spider Gwen comics, uh, she lost her best friend who was Peter Parker. Peter Parker became the Lizard, and when fighting him, she kills him accidentally, and and she loses her best friend. That's kind of like her Uncle Ben uh, or Aunt May moment now in this in this case, whereas it's it's a thing where you know that Emma that Gwen Stacy and this Peter Parker can be together in like a shared universe something you know uh, what are your thoughts on that Emma Stone returning as Spider Gwen or returning to Sony but being Spider Gwen? Um. Uh. I don't know. I, I uh, maybe I'm 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 the minority, but I I would honestly care for it too much. I would much rather have um, Andrew come back and and fight either our Tom Hardy Sony Venom. Like I, I love that theory. I think we ma- mentioned it in in last episode, or or maybe you mentioned it. But now that Tom Hardy's being zapped back to his own universe. His last thought in the Mexican bar was to go to New York and and encounter the Spider-Man. And then he shows up to New York and doesn't recognize the Spider-Man. But Venom is like, oh, but that must be him. We must we must eat him or like something like that. But that is him. We must find him. Are you sure he's a lot taller than this one? I'm positive. What other guy in a red spandex suit is going to be here in New York? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. That is awesome. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, there's like there's like five other things I would want to see before Spider Gwen. To to be honest, I don't know. Um, I would love to see Andrew interact with our Venom. I would love to see Andrew interact with Morbius, and then like Spider Gwen is probably like third on my list. To to be honest, I, but I am a huge. I I loved Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. I love Emma Stone. Yeah. like like yeah. on like the list of the fa- of of that friends made famous of like the five celebrities that you could be with or sleep with. I just genuinely, genuinely love Emma Stone. Like it's like I have the, I've had the biggest crush on her since, uh, since super bad. And Oh yeah. Yeah. I just like, I'm like, Oh my God, she's, she's amazing. Uh, I, I would love it personally. And I, I, um, and I was just texting my buddy, Jimmy McChesney again, he was sending me another, another like video about this. Um, and I was saying to him, like, Andrew and Emma had, like, the best chemistry of any Spider-Man grow, uh, uh, significant other relationship in any Spider-Man movie. Like, they, when you look at their collective films, those two had the best chemistry. I mean, MJ and um, Tobe, like, Mary Jane and Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker... It took some time. It was there, but it took some time, really. And it all kind of got muddled up with the third movie where she's, all she gives a fuck about is herself. Um, and then with Tom Holland's movies, you know, it just kind of happened in Far From Home. You know, he, he realizes he likes her. And the chemistry was even better in No Way Home considering, you know, they're dating in real life, so it was there. But Emma Stone and... and uh, Andrew Garfield's chemistry as a couple Spider-Man and significant other is is the best of of, of Spider-Man films, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, I would want I want all these things to happen. Like I I want like like how that happened. Uh, the, the scene of like Venom finding Spider-Man is exactly how I want it to play out now. Sony, give me what the fuck I want and pay me. 
I, I would I would want that. You know, um, we're, it's also intriguing as to where Vulture is going to play in all this because Vulture somehow got to another universe, whereas these other villains we've seen were brought to the MCU. It's interesting to see how the spell works from that point. I thought it kind of brought in people who knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Uh, who knows about that? Maybe, maybe we'll see. Or it could could it be a variant of of Adrian Toomes? You think maybe? Yeah, I I, I was just about to say that it doesn't make sense unless this movie were to happen like after Multiverse of Madness and something happens outside of that. But when we left No Way Home, all the people that were from other universes went back, and all the people in our universe. So like our Adrian Toomes in prison. We'll now theoretically forget that uh, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah, he um, will. With, with that spell. So um, I do think, I, I like the idea of it being a um, doppelganger, a, a variant in the Sony-verse. A- and they, they can definitely spin it like that based on what we saw from No Way Home. I think they could. And I, I but with Sony, I don't trust them to, exp- but I also don't trust them to explain as to like how uh, Michael Keaton is there. Like, so I think variant is the best way for them to like, Oh, he's, he's not, he's not the MCU's vulture, but he's He's Sony, but he's our vulture. He's our vulture. That's, that's who he is. It would make a lot of sense. They do that way. Um, yeah, a lot going into there with, uh, Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield. I think the obvious thing here, I think you and I can both agree is we would love to see, uh, Andrew Garfield return as Spider-Man. No question. Um, how they do it is the most important thing. And maybe this is a blessing in disguise. And maybe we can get some sort of cameo or something. The other thing I wanted to point out before we move on is remember in the when uh, in like one of the first Morbius trailers, we saw uh, Morbi- uh, Michael Morbius like running down an alleyway with a jumpsuit on. And we see a, uh, a Spider-Man. On the wall, it's Toby's Spider-Man, but it has spray-printed "Murderer" on it. The other right. theory, the other theory is going around is that maybe Spider-Man, Andrew Spider-Man, where he said, "I got dark, I got bitter, I got rageful, and I stopped pulling my punches." I don't know if he necessarily killed anybody, possibly, but it also could have been where he fucked somebody up so badly to the point where people are mad at him. It's like you tried to kill this guy or something. So I'd like to see that tie-in as well. Oh, that could easily be, and that's the screenshot that they take at the, those are the screensavers on the PS4 Spider-Man video game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like like that, that picture. So they can easily just, you know, uh, put, you know, Amazing Spider, I think that's Amazing Spider-Man in that poster. I think they're just messing messing us, uh, uh, us up. Um, I, I think it is going to have a- Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man and put Murderer, because yeah, maybe... He got, super emo- he, he got he got super emotional during that scene when he explained that he was pulling uh, he he didn't pull his punches. He could have very well accidentally killed somebody, and now is being shunned by the media as a as a criminal. There you go, um, folks. Spider Man is a criminal. Just and get yeah. Uh, I told you. Just get um, just get, get just get J.K. Simmons to be every single version of Jameson in every universe. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I would think so too. I think they could easily edit over that and just have his suit, um, on that instead of Toby's. 
Um, I, I don't know if Sony and Marvel may have had this plan from the beginning, but it's nice to see like, oh, well, we'll let's see how things go. And then they could do that. And you can always edit things out before release. But uh, but anyway, we do have more things to get into. We have so much to talk about and so little time to do it. Um, but we're going to be previewing what's to come this year. We have a lot of titles coming up this year for not just Marvel, but for Star Wars as well. Uh, to As a holdover for not talking about the Book of Boba Fett this week because it has not been released at the time of this recording. But uh, we're going to preview a little bit of Star Wars, of some of the Star Wars properties that are coming out on Disney+. Plus. First and foremost, let's talk about Book of Boba Fett. Andreas, have you seen Book of Boba Fett? Uh, I have, yes. Yep. Now, what did you think of the first episode? Uh, it's, it's, it's promising for sure. Um, it, it's going more on a political route with, with some action. So I, I do like that. Um, I do think the mayor, uh, there's going to be a deeper plot with that. I think there was a character poster shown for like the mayor's, um, whoever that guy was, like the messenger. Mm-hmm. So I think that guy is going to be a key character in the show. Um, no, but I liked it. I, I think solid uh, 7 to 8 out of 10. You know, I wasn't like completely like <gasps> by it. You know, I wasn't like crazy for it but but it wasn't it wasn't average or wasn't bad neither so i, I think it's all seven and a half out of ten um, that's that's a decent score for it i, I kind of yeah. the same way like i i watched it with uh hello obi-wan uh, i watched it with uh with my girlfriend and we were getting really into it and she was like um she's like that's it that's all we get i'm like hey it's it's, it's, a, bit, it's a slow slow storytelling you know like, I say this all the time. Like, I'm a wrestling fan. I love long-term storytelling. And it's the best when something is played up so for a while at the right amount of time. And then you build this big crescendo at the end. That's what's great about storytelling. And you do this. With, I think that's what they're doing with Book of Boba Fett. I think they're slowly building it up and to the point where we're just like, whoa, what the fuck? That was insane. Um, I'm liking Book of Boba Fett so far. It's, it's really cool to see Tamara Morrison come back in this role. Uh, it was just crazy to see him return in The Mandalorian, and now we're seeing how he has been accepted by the Sam people. Um, I really think this is going to be like the go- <laughs> like the good uh, the Goodfellas, uh, the I almost said Godfather, then Goodfellas, uh, like the Sopranos of the Star Wars universe. That's where I really see the route going, like because The Mandalorian is like a Western style type of show with Star Wars. I think like mob mentality is going to be mixed in with the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, I, I I do like the, you know, competing crime, you know, areas like and 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 this is probably gonna like you say like different gangs, you know, the mayor's gonna try to overthrow stuff now that now that the crime lord space is empty and and unstable, so, um, people may not res- people may not respect him, you know, he wants to rule with respect, um, you know, so that's gonna take with time fear. And, I rule with uh, respect. Yes, yes, exactly. So, um it's going to be it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. So, um yeah, uh intro episode, you know, I, I feel bad saying seven and a half, maybe closer to eight. I don't know, but but no, it, it, it was good. Um I do like I sent you that Parks and Rec shit from like 10 years ago. Um that that scene, I think it was like in the courthouse or something where he outlines exactly <laughs> Pat How the Oswald. intro, yes, 
went down like like and he escapes it and and the and his hand comes out from the sand and he's gasping and he's come i'm like what the hell <laughs> what's <laughs> funny is happen? like i was texting with you before we started and my sister is the one who told me that apparently Patton Oswald is credited as a writer in that show because when that episode of what is it community i think the show was or parks and rec you said parks and rec right uh, Parks and Rec. Okay, yeah. yeah. So when that happened, like, I they must have contacted him or something because that show, that ep- whatever that episode was aired, was way before the Book of Boba Fett was even an idea in Lucasfilm's minds. So they did that, and I'm just like, that was honestly my favorite part of the show. The show so far is that, god damn it, I gotta stop. <laughs> um, was him escaping the Sarlacc pit? I'm like, so are we gonna fight? Oh, right away, yeah, right. Perfect. Fucking perfect. Um, I think the show is going to be going in some pretty cool directions. Um, just Boba Fett, it's amazing how he has this cult following when he didn't really do much in the original trilogy, but he's such a fan favorite, and now he's doing such such badass stuff. Uh, but moving on, though, we're going to get into the next big Star Wars show that is going to be coming out most likely on May the 4th, and that's the Kenobi series. Um, Kenobi. 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 <laughs> uh, I, I am so, so excited for this. Like, when The Mandalorian came out, and with all these possibilities of all these different shows that we're getting, you know, we're getting Book of Boba Fett, we're getting Ahsoka, uh, Andor is happening later this year as well. This is like my most anticipated Star Wars project ever because Obi-Wan Kenobi is my favorite Jedi and it's because of Ewan McGregor of how amazing he is at the role. Uh, It's it's gonna be great. Like, it's set, I believe, like, I wanna say it's like eight years after Revenge of the Sith. So Lucas, yeah. so Luke is probably like eight years, eight years, nine years old. Uh, it would be eight. <laughs> um, you know, we're getting a lot. You know, Hayden Christensen is set to return as Darth Vader. You know, we always thought that when when Vader and and Obi Wan fought on the the Death Star in A New Hope, you know, Vader saying, you know, uh, last we met, I was a, I was yet learner, but now I am the master. You're only a master of evil, Darth. So. It's we all thought after and when the prequels came out, we all thought that was, you know, Revenge of the Sith. But with this concept art we saw that was released by Disney and Lucasfilm, Obi Wan and Vader are fighting. And yeah. it's incredible to see. So like what are some things that you're very excited for to see in Obi Wan Andreas? Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for that rematch. Um I think visually if uh, is Favreau involved in this, right? He's I hope involved so. with he's involved with everything. Like Favreau, yeah, wrote the sh- wrote the the screenplay for Book of Boba Fett. So I the, and, and, and Favreau, we trust, man. That 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 man, that man is phenomenal. And, uh, so and I, I, I mean, this guy got us Elf, Iron Man, <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian. Like, you know, Mandalorian, you know, all the important stuff in life. And I think he's going to deliver in this one. Um, in terms of people that I would like to see, uh, I mean, uh, what's the guy got to do to get Samuel L. Jackson back as like an old Mace Windu, you know, all 
beat up and 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 maybe scarred up from the lightning and with a with one arm. I mean, I would just love some mm. badass motherfucker coming through with his purple lightsaber and fucking shit up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I what, what's the guy gotta do? What's the, we, what's the guy gotta do? We we've talked about it on the podcast before. Like, you know, Vinny and I would love to see Mace Windu return. Sam Jackson is so open to it because when he was first doing those Star Wars movies. He's like, I don't care what you put me as. Like, put me as a fucking stormtrooper. Nobody has to know I'm in the movie. But giving him this role, this iconic role of Mace Windu, um, you know, it's like in the superhero realm and the Star Wars realm as well, it's like if you're dead, you're not really dead. Like, they can bring you back, you know? They can bring you back in ways that make sense or they can just straight up say, somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> somehow, huh? Um... So it's I would love to see that and I think we could see that personally I would love another guy who is very much open if they ever asked him is uh uh Kai Kwan Jin uh Liam Neeson like him I, I like he has to be in this show because Yoda said in Revenge of the Sith you know um you know learn to commute with him I will teach you like to becoming a force ghost like in the clone war series like i don't know if you remember this but there's an episode where yoda is getting calls from qui-gon jinn beyond the grave and everybody thinks yoda's crazy to the point where they think yoda's gonna turn to the dark side and that's when yoda goes to dagobah for the first time and qui-gon jinn speaks to yoda they actually got liam neeson to come for the show they did the voiceover here and there was an episode where Ahsoka, Anakin, and Obi-Wan were on its planet where the planet's essence is the light side, the dark side, and the middle of the Force. Like, the middle of the Force as a whole was a father, uh, the light was a, was a daughter, the dark was a son. Uh, um, and Obi-Wan saw a vision of Qui-Gon Jinn, and they were actually able to get Liam Neeson in the show. Binging the show last year, I was like, oh, that guy sounds like Liam Neeson. No, it is Liam Neeson. So that would be really cool personally for me. Like I think this is a quick thing as a cameo would it would be awesome. Yeah, no, I I I, I would love it. Um so yeah, I, I guess back on the Mace Windu thing, I guess it would be a little bit weird because then wouldn't wouldn't people be like where has he been all this time? Could he have helped or <laughs> but I, I don't know. Anyway, um, I mean like, it is only all... 8 years after the fact yeah so, that's true and, and he did get his arm chopped off so he could be a little weak and it could have taken him a long time to regain his strength or, or someone could have found him and put him in that bath of revival or or oh, the uh, back the back of the tank yeah that i that. kept calling and, it a cryo chamber last week and i'm like i feel so fucking disgusted with myself <laughs> Vinny well was, that's better than a it's better than a revival bathtub <laughs> Vinny but, would, be, um, would be so disappointed in both of us right now <laughs> yeah the, the bathtub of life <laughs> um <laughs> but uh but yeah no he could have been in that for like at least a year or two right and now he's yeah, realized yeah. after he wakes up that all the jedi are gone and dead and now he's in like hiding or or exile so anyway uh, and, and sam jackson's now in everything marvel with 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 um the stuff that he's doing with nick fury i, I just think that uh, and they have to know that. I mean, some some someone made a a fan film on YouTube, and it was I don't know if you've ever seen it or if I sent it to you, but it was beautifully done. Like the CG was phenomenal, and it was about Mace Windu returning and no, like I've just never seen it. 
Oh my god, I'm gonna send it to you right after this. Okay. It cool. is beautiful. Beautiful. It is like this dark, gritty, like Sam Jackson CG like uh uh fan film. It is phenomenal. Um so anyway, th- th- they have to know that we want it. So just, you know, just give it to us. I think okay. if Bo- I think if Boba Fett can return, if all these characters can return in a way in any way, shape, or form, I think we can see Mace Windu. But that's yes. Star Wars talk we have time for right now. The rest is podcast. We're back to the Marvel, baby. Here we go. So um, we had a great year for uh, 2021 as, as far as Marvel projects goes for movies and for shows. Uh, I personally ranked, well, I kind of ranked uh, all the movies and shows from last year. I kind of cheated with putting Eternals and Black Widow as a tie because uh, they were definitely the weaker points of the MCU this year. But um, let's talk about what will most likely be our first uh, project we see in Marvel this year. Um, actually, you know what? Let's 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 start with uh, let's start with the shows. Let's start with the shows from from one from one to however many are fucking here. Uh, let's start with Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight is going to be played by Oscar Isaac. And uh, this show is apparently, as Vinny has said, you know, can be very, very dark. Uh, very powerful. Uh, what are your thoughts on Moon Knight, Andreas? Do you are you familiar with the character? What are your thoughts on Oscar Isaac uh, playing the character? Uh, I'm not I'm not too familiar with the character from the comics. I mean, I, I know over. I mean, I know that Oscar Isaac's suit in the show looks extremely comic accurate. I saw some Google images and did some like light research on the character. Um, I am excited. I think Vinny said it on on the last episode that this is going to be one of the darker and and grittier film uh, um, TV series, uh, Disney Plus series. Um, yes. Yes. I really hope so because I think what made Daredevil so successful on Netflix is it was dark, it was gritty, it was you know very personable. The cinematography made you feel like you were in it. I mean, I think I think it was season two or season three of that scene that just had no cuts. It was like him in like a hallway or a hotel. And he was just beating people to a pulp uh, in Daredevil. Very Batman esque. Very. Yeah. It was, it was like a three minute scene that had like no cuts. It it was just continuous. And I'm like, this is phenomenal. So um, I'm all for it. I'm excited for it. I'm very much excited for it too. I I love Oscar Isaac. I think he's an excellent actor. Um, I would love to see a crossover in the future with like um, I think the Midnight Suns is what the the group is called. Guys like Blade, Daredevil, Moon Knight, uh, they've all kind of crossed paths. Um, uh, I think Black Knight as well. Uh, this would be a really cool way to introduce it. I don't think we're going to be seeing Blade for quite some time in the MCU, even though we have a confirmed person in Mahershala Ali to play. Uh, Blade, but I think we could see some things here. I I think we possibly could see uh, Daredevil show up, but then again, I think they're going to want to definitely focus on Moon Knight. Uh, I'm very much excited for this show, and it appears to be that will be the first project we will get in 2022. The next one appear uh, as we as we look here, uh, She Hulk. She Hulk will see the return of uh, what's his name, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Uh, we have Tatiana Maslany, if I re- announced uh, pronounced her name correctly. She'll be playing Jennifer Walters, the cousin of Bruce Banner uh, slash She Hulk. She's a lawyer who sp- uh, specializes in the cases involving superhumans. So, uh, we, I mean, she probably will deal with 
a lot of different superpowered people, and uh, Daredevil is appeared to, excuse me, uh, Daredevil slash uh, Matthew Murdock is rumored to be in this show. So, what are your thoughts on this show, Andreas? Uh, are you more familiar with She-Hulk at all? Uh, a, a little bit. Um, I, I, what confused me about She-Hulk, and maybe you can help me help answer this question if you if you if you know, but. Why is she normal looking and Hulk is so just gigantic? Like, what makes her, what makes the gamma radiation in her so special where she can just, she's always in Hulk form, but also like a, a human, human lookalike? That I really do not know. Uh, oh, I just, I think maybe it's just the dimensions of the body. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. she's, uh, she's a woman and it, I, <gasps> I, I I know, can't canceled, canceled right away. Um, I, I personally do do not know. I do not know why is it that uh, Hulk is gigantic and she is like she's big, but she's not like as big as the Hulk is. Um, we we are seeing in this series though, and if you've seen Shang Chi, and for those of you who have seen Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, a bit of a spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie at this point, what the fuck are you doing? Um, we see Bruce Banner, not Hulk, not Professor Hulk, but Bruce Banner. Uh, and back in his human form with the arm and the sling in his arm and Captain Marvel. So I guess at this point, and, and we've seen him as Hulk and also Bruce Banner in this show as well for like TV spots and, and commercials. Uh, so at some point he's been able to learn how to change back from Hulk to Bruce Banner. Um, we also are having Tim Roth return apparently as uh, as uh, as Abomination in this show, uh, we were also having some actors named uh, Ginger uh, Gonzaga. You know what? These people don't really fucking matter. Uh, the really the ones that matter are uh, Tatiana Maslany, Mark Ruffalo, and Tim Roth playing She-Hulk, Bruce Banner the Hulk, and Abomination, respectively, with the apparent rumors of Matthew Murdock slash uh, uh, Daredevil returning into the show. It would make a lot of sense for Daredevil to be in this show, considering Jennifer Walters is a superhero lawyer and Matt Murdock was just helping Spider-Man get out of his legal troubles. I think it would make the most sense to have him uh, at least show up here. Nice. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I'm excited to see Mark Ruffalo again, um, so I'm always down for a show with him. Next up we have is Secret Invasion. Now, if you're familiar with what this show is based off of with the Secret Invasion comic, if you're not, I'll give you a brief little description. The Secret Invasion comic, pretty much everybody is is subject to possibly be a scroll. Um, the comic opens up with Elektra dead on a on a table on a on a uh, surgical table, but it's not Elektra. It's a scroll in Electra's outfit. So who we have coming into this movie, uh, this movie, this show, Samuel Jackson will be turning as Nick Fury. Uh, ben Mendelsohn will be returning as Talos. Kobe Smolders will be returning as Maria Hill. And we also have additionally uh, Kingsley Ben-Adir uh, as cast as the, quote, lead villain. Olivia Coleman, Amelia Clark, Killian Scott... Christopher McDonald and Carmen Ejijo, Uh if I pronounced her name correctly. I apologize if I did not. Um, this is the show where it's really going to blow our fucking minds. Like, we're going to have characters that we thought have been characters for, like, we've seen in the MCU for so long 
but we're going to start to see people who are scrolls. Um, what do you think are some like really out there things that we could see in this show, Andreas? I, I think I think I'm going to take some low hanging fruit first. I think like people um, such as Maria Hill could be a scroll. Uh, that's that's um, her right hand man, right? Um, yes, that is Fury's right hand woman. Uh, 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 Sam Wilson's right hand woman. Yeah. Cancel you! You said right hand man. She's a woman. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, yeah. See ya. Mar- Maria Hill, um, happy could be a scroll. I mean, <laughs> like, I, feel, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's, but, I mean, uh, I mean, John Favreau is not confirmed to be in this show. Um, I also, I'm not yeah. sure. Well, actually he would still know who Nick Fury is. Um, I'm thinking like, I think Maria Hill has been a scroll this entire time, but if she yeah. says she's coming back as, as Maria Hill, I feel like Maria Hill could be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that died. That's my theory. I could be proven wrong on the show that she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent a long time ago and Fury was close with one of the scrolls and was able to make friends with them, but he wasn't sure how to work with them in S.H.I.E.L.D., so we just, like, be her, and that's that. But I think we could see... But from what I'm seeing here, I could be wrong... I think we're really going to see some really out there shit. Like Fury's probably got like a database on what like what heroes are scrolls. Like I'm not sure who what superheroes that we've seen in the MCU are going to be scrolls, but this is going to be a show where it's really going to blow our fucking minds and it's probably the show I'm most looking forward to other than Moon Knight. Um but moving on, we have a lot more to get into. We have the Miss Marvel series. Uh that will be uh Following Kamala Khan, Miss uh, Kamala Khan's version of Miss Marvel, a 16-year-old Pakistani-American girl from Jersey City, yeah, Jersey, who writes superhero fan fiction, particularly of Captain Marvel, engaged shape-shifting powers. Uh, apparently, her powers have been a tad altered in this show. From what I heard, she is a lot like Mister Fantastic with stretching powers, but she can also uh, gain size, like uh, like Ant Man does, becoming Giant Man. Uh, there could be a lot there. Um, what do you know about uh, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, Andreas? The only uh, experience I have with Miss Marvel is the failed uh, Avengers game that, that came. <laughs> um, it was so bad. I, I had such high I hopes never, for it, I never and finished then it, man, I never finished it. I only paid twenty bucks uh, for it, though. Uh, yeah, no, I think I, I think I was on the twenty nine ninety nine train, but so uh, when the when the first when like one of the first price drops, but um, apparently they added Spider Man. I haven't played that through because. I'll say Spider-Man. this real quickly. Fortnite uh, got Spider-Man swinging better than the Avengers game did. Yeah, I saw I saw the YouTube comparison, but like no, after playing like Just um Miles Morales in the original Spider-Man game, like I'm not I'm not touching that. I don't want to be like depressed. Oh but um <laughs> no, so so that's the only um exposure that I have to to Miss Marvel how in the game she was just so like um she looked up to these heroes so much uh, since she was a child and and then like some sort of accident happened on 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 that on that day in San Francisco or something where there was an attack and then she got she got superpowers from from that so um it's a, it's a it's an inter- interesting show um I, I think maybe it sets up like i think what was mentioned in the other podcast like maybe they're building the roster for like the young avengers either I think so either, too. either uh, a Disney Plus series, Young Avengers. I'm not sure if it's going to be a good. I don't think it's going to be a strong enough 
movie, to be honest, but it, it might be a really strong uh, uh, Disney Plus series to have like a Young Avengers TV show. But um, but yeah, interested to see how it how it goes and and what what her dynamic is and whether she fits with the new Hawkeye and 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 how that all how that all like kind of pans out. I think they uh, that's exactly it. I think like an event, a Young Avengers show might be more successful rather than a movie. Take the success from the show, and then if it's good enough, then do a Young Avengers movie. Because a lot of these characters they're introducing as potential Young Avengers members have all been from the shows. Like, uh, you know, Kate Bishop, now uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Uh, there's a lot they could like. Kid Loki is also another big rumor for the Young Avengers. Uh, Speed and Wiccan, who are Wanda's Wanda and Vision's kids, they're rumored for the Young Avengers. So it would be very unlikely. That I think a movie would happen first, uh, but I think a show would be more successful as a start. But speaking of the movies, let's get into these big, big movies that we have coming up later this year. So. Starting off with this one, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I think there is just yeah. so much to unpack with this movie alone. Like, we could do an entire episode of this podcast just on this movie and what could happen. And if, and if you haven't seen the trailer already, go and watch the trailer. It's up on YouTube for fuck's sake at this point. And there are so many rumors to there, which I saw before we started recording, three different versions of Doctor Strange in this movie, the MCU version, the Su- Strange Supreme What If version, and then Defender Doctor Strange. I'm like, what the fuck? There's so many. And then Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch, fighting Charles Ex- uh, Patrick Stewart, Charles Xavier, and possibly killing him? I don't know. Uh, the X-Men could be introduced. The Fantastic Four could be brought in from the Fox universe. There's so much that can happen. And even Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man possibly showing up. What do you think is like possibly like the craziest thing we could see from this movie, Andreas? Uh, I think this is the easiest way to either introduce you know, both or, or one, one of them at least, but the Fantastic Four or, or X-Men. I think... Um, we're, we're kind of removed from the... I remember there was one fan theory how they could pot- potentially introduce mutants um, that from the uh, Infinity... Uh, when, when Thanos snapped the Infinity Stones, you know how like Hulk was saying it's it's gamma-based and, and he was made for this or whatever. So mm-hmm. there was a theory that maybe the mutants can be derived from that radiation, uh, you know, that, that mutants can be forming... Um, so they can either go with, go with that theory, or they can just basically use the use the multiverse to explain how the X Men are now, you know, MCU canon and and continue those movies. So I really hope that we get at least one of the one of those introductions. And for fan service, I'm hoping for either one of the Xaviers or Magneto to to fight off. Uh, her her daughter for you know her older the, the older version of of his daughter so I think that would be freaking awesome. There's um, so, there's so much in this movie like I all the things I would love for to happen to happen. The other big thing is that the Marvel's Illuminati is a room big big rumor to be happening in this movie. So the Illuminati we've talked briefly on this podcast before, but it, it involves Iron Man. Black Bolt, Iron Man representing the Avengers, Black Bolt representing the Inhumans, uh, Namor Submariner, uh, Professor Charles Xavier representing the X-Men, Doctor Strange, and then Mr. Fantastic representing the the Fantastic Four. So 
there's rumor. There's also been thing people have pointed out in the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer is that Mordo looks slightly different in two different in a couple different scenes where he's fighting him. We could see the Mordo, our Mordo of the MCU, fighting Doctor Strange, but also we could see Mordo from a variant of Mordo being a member of the Illuminati. And the Illuminati of Marvel could be a multiversal thing. We've heard, like, there could, there's rumors that Patrick Stewart is, like, in this r- version of the Illuminati. As well as Mordo, uh, Doctor Strange. Even, uh, we could also see uh, the original guy who played Mr. Fantastic, if I could pull up his name real quickly, uh, from the Fantastic Four original, Mar- uh, original movies, uh... We also could see Tom Cruise uh, appearing as Iron Man because he was rumored to be Iron Man before Tony uh, Tony Stark, before Robert Downey Jr. was. Uh, Ian Gruffud, Gruffud, uh, I can't fucking pronounce his last name. Uh, the, the guy from the first Fantastic Four movies. He could be appearing in this movie as well. Um, I doubt Submariner or Black Bolt would be in this movie because they've not been introduced. Um, there's so much to unpack here. Even Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is a big, big thing, and I think it's not unlikely considering Sam Raimi, who directed the Spider-Man movies, his movies, Tobey's movies, is directing this, and there's going to be a horror element to it. I think people are going to die. I think Wong is going to die, and that's how we get Strange becoming the Sorcerer Supreme personally. But there's so much to unpack in this fucking movie, and I wish we could talk more about it, but there isn't much more we can talk about. Do you have any final thoughts, Andreas, about this movie? No, I, I, I agree with you. I think um, I think Wong, there was a scene in the trailer, uh, although I would like to think they wouldn't give it away that easily, but Wong looks beat to shit in, one, in, in that trailer. Um, so I, I do wonder if this is his last film, and then we get, you know, um, uh, Strange as, as the main guy, as the... Um, Oh, oh! What do you call it from from the movie? Crap! Uh, not supreme. Is it supreme or sorcerer the... supreme? Sorcerer supreme. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, 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 Wanda, I'm still on the fence with on, on what her role in the movie is. Whether she turns out good and then um gets another vision of her kids and then goes I like think completely she's gonna be a villain. I think before but... I think I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, but I think before this movie is over, I think she's gonna be the villain. I think probably, she, I probably. think she's going to be a big threat to a force to be reckoned with, and maybe it'll take her some time to turn her back to the light. But I think she'll be a movie by the time this uh, a movie a villain by the time this movie <laughs> is over. No, for sure, probably, probably, probably. Next up, we have Thor: Love and Thunder. Now, the things I have heard from this movie is massive. You sent me some pretty cool concept arts that we've seen of Chris Hemsworth Thor and uh, Natalie Portman's Jane Foster, also female Thor, looking very much forward to this movie. Um, the big thing that I keep, that I've heard when I was watching the Cosmic Wonder the other day, that this movie is going to be bigger than Ragnarok. Ragnarok is Whoa. the best Thor movie, and for people to be this confident about it is pretty insane. You know, we've got we've got a star-studded cast here. Chris Hemsworth returning as Thor, Tessa Thompson returning as Valkyrie, Natalie Portman coming back as Jane Foster and becoming the female version of the Mighty Thor, Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Um, Gore the God Butcher, by the way, has the Necro Sword, which is the weapon of the 
almighty like lead symbiote character where the hive mind comes from. And then the Guardians of the Galaxy are returning in this movie. Chris Pratt, Peter uh, Peter Quill, Star Lord, uh, Jamie Alexander as Lady uh, as Lady Sif as well, returning uh, one of Thor's uh, uh, friends. We saw her return in Loki. Palm Killian Mentef, I fuck up her name all the time, Mantis, Dave Batista as Drax the, Restor- the Destroyer, Karen Gillan returning as Nebula, Sean Gunn as cr- returning as Kraglin, Jeff Goldblum returning as the Grand Master, and Vin Diesel returning as Groot. Why do I not see Bradley Cooper as Rocket? Where is Bradley Cooper? Bradley Cooper should be in this movie. Where the fuck is he? Yeah, yeah, no, he he should be right. This is the as Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm so. looking on Wikipedia right now, and he's not there. Oh, Wikipedia. That's why. God damn it, he is. <sighs> okay, it's additionally why TT uh, Taika Waititi refer, uh, uh, reprises role as Korg. Uh, Matt Damon, Sam Neill, Luke Hemsworth also reprises their roles as the Asgardian actors playing Loki, Odin, and Thor. Uh, also, Melissa McCarthy playing uh, Hela. Uh, the uh, version of that. Russell Crowe has a cameo appearance as Zeus, the king of Olympus. Uh, there's a lot going on in this movie. I would ha- I don't know what the hell Rocket is doing if Bradley Cooper's not in this movie, but I would like to know why. Um, who the fuck knows? Anyway, um, this is a star. The Guardians of the Galaxy might not be in the movie the entire time. I think they're going to be in it for a good portion of it, but... To say this is going to be bigger than Thor Ragnarok is huge. What would you say, Andreas? Yeah, I'm super stoked for this uh, to see Natalie Portman come back. I was little, I was little on the fence about her in the in the first couple of films. I didn't really get sold it, uh, on on her as a as what would be coming to to now as like a main character. So I'm 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 uh, eager to be um, proved wrong and uh, in, in that one, uh, but. But no, um, excited to see Lady Thor. Excited to see Chris Hemsworth back uh, again. Uh, I think ever since the the second god awful film, he's really come into Thor, and and they've taken their own take on Thor uh, with Chris Hemsworth. So uh, I think continuing that is going to be all the all, all the better. So excited! Absolutely, and I am very much excited for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is one of my all-time favorite Marvel movies. Just one of my all-time favorite movies in general. I love it so much. And to see them, these guys interact with each other is going to be great. Um, I don't know if this means that... Uh, if uh, I, I would have to assume that Chris Hemsworth is not going to be in uh, Guardians 3. Uh, and as I'm looking at the cast right now for Guardians 3, it, he doesn't appear to be. Doesn't mean he can't come in for a quick cameo, but I think this is their answer to the As Guardians of the Galaxy movie we were supposed to get. James Gunn got fired, and then he was busy with Suicide Squad and other projects, and I think this is how they kind of remedy that, having the Guardians and Thor work together again. Uh, But, yeah, this is going to be fucking awesome. I cannot wait. And lastly, uh, we'll kind of close things off with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Now, this one... It has been delayed for many different reasons. It's been delayed because of COVID in the past. It's been delayed because of different uh, reasons. Uh, like, uh, do, do you think it's going to come out in 2022 still? I don't know. Who knows? As of who right knows? now, it still says November 11th, 2022. But okay. uh, Latia or uh, Leti- Letitia? Uh, yeah, Letitia. Letitia. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> 
I am stupid. L-E-T-I-T-I-A. That is Letitia, I believe. Letitia Wright, who plays uh, uh, Shuri in the movie, uh, she's had gotten kind of gotten herself in some hot water with her views on vaccination, how she is kind of anti-vax and pushing on the on the on the cast members. That doesn't necessarily mean it delays the the movie. However, uh, she did suffer some pretty serious injuries recently, and that has delayed the filming of the movie. So, I don't know if this is going to delay that as well. But there, uh, this whole movie, I think is, I think if, I think we'll probably cry a lot in this movie, considering this is going to be like a, a goodbye and tribute to Chadwick Boseman that he absolutely deserves, and it's a shame that he's no longer with us and we lost him, uh, back in twenty, the summer of twenty twenty, um. You know, we have a star studded cast too, where uh, Luptia Nungango, I am going to fuck up these names, I'm sorry, uh, returning as Nakia, De- uh, Deani Guerrero returning as Unkoye, uh, Martin Freeman returning as Everett Ross, uh, Letitia Wright returning as Shuri, Winston Duke returning as Umbaku. We also have uh, Angela Bassett playing the the uh, the character Romanda, T'Challa and Shuri's mother, oh, the qu- Queen Mother, uh, Dominique. Uh, throne as uh, Riri Williams Ironheart, uh, a genius inventor who creates a suit of armor that rivals Tony Stark. She will be having the Ironheart show. Uh, additionally, we also have Isaac uh, De Boncade, uh Dorothy Steele uh, as their roles as the Wakandan River Tribe and Merchant Elders, and Michael uh, Michaela Cole has been cast in an undisclosed role. Um, a lot of rumors coming into this movie, I think prior to Chadwick's passing is that Storm could have been introduced here because Chad, uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, because Black Panther and Storm had a relationship in the Marvel comics. Um, Andreas, with this movie, what would you think we expect to see here? Um, obviously it's going to be a tribute to Chadwick Boseman, but, uh, I'll start with a big question with this. Who do you think could walk out as the new Black Panther when this movie is over. I, I really hope, I mean, I just hate when outside things, you know, uh, affect the creative vision of, of these movies. So it, 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 it might end up like that. It might not. Um, I, I would like to see Shuri become uh, a black Panther. It, it's done in the comics. Um, I think it's the most logical thing to, to, to come back with. Um, the the other thing that that might be a stretch maybe after this multiverse of madness is um getting uh Michael B Jordan's character uh oh, fuck um it's a bit that, of a stretch that that died in the in the in the in the other movie uh, i f- i forget his i forget his name right now Killmonger. Um, yeah um so maybe maybe Killmonger or a variant of Killmonger is is trapped in our universe and 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 He's a Black Panther in in that universe, and now he's the Black Panther in ours. But anyway, like you said, that's a bit of a stretch. Um, I, I would like it for Shuri to to be Black Panther and giving her that that title. But but we'll see what happens with all this, you know, outside influence. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't screw things too much. We will see here. Um, it says here that uh, that following the passing of Chadwick Boseman in August 2020, Shuri was given a larger role in the sequel than she had in the first film. 
uh, obviously showing here. I think Marvel did definitely have plans to have her take up the mantle in the future. Um, but with her stance on vaccination, how she is anti-vax, um, apparently there were rumors flying around that Winston Duke, who plays, who's going to be playing Umbaku again, uh, could be taking up the mantle of Black Panther. Um, whatever your thoughts on that is, is your opinion and your opinion only. Um, I personally still would love to see Shuri take up the mantle as Black Panther. I wouldn't mind if Umbaku takes it up, but I think the story is very important around... I, I feel like like it says that she's going to have a bigger role than we anticipate. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I didn't cry uh, when I watched Spider-Man No Way Home for four times, and even though a lot of people did for certain scenes... I feel like this is one where there's not going to be a dry eye in the entire movie theater when they're trying to do things. Um, I feel like it's going to be the most emotional roller coaster we will see um, to honor the legacy of Chadwick Boseman and to honor this character of Black Panther. You know, when the movie came out, it was it was a cultural phenomenon, and I remember watching it. And loving it, and after a while, like people still really hyping it up. And maybe I don't understand that because I'm a white guy, but I love the character and I love the movie. But as time went on, I had to understand like it, it is a huge accomplishment what the first movie did with with the casting that they've done, the cinematography, the costume designs. I think the culture for you know African American black people in just all around the world is a huge symbol. And when Chavik died, I think we lost a really great person in that whole movement, in that community, and just in a great overall person as well. Um, do you think we'll see any indication of, like, some, like, big, like, tribute? I mean, the whole movie's going to be a tribute to him, but what do you think are some things they could do to honor him in this movie? Uh, I think it's going to be like a maybe a nice sentimental um, thing in the credits, you know, like a, a well-written, maybe two-sentence dialogue with, you know, Chadwick Boseman's face drawn out with like the Black Panther helmet, kind of like what they did with, uh, spoiler alert, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's um, credit scenes, how, mm -hmm. how they have like their faces in the mask, you know, kind of deal, but um and, and and just being very treading a very careful line and being very careful during the movie um when they do address um you know the black panther to 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 really make the audience feel like you know that maybe he he passed that as a hero or 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 you know just you know kind of honoring him in, in the movie and and not and 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 doing it right so um i think you know i i do want them to pay tribute to chadwick i just hope it's minimal and 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 not like tasteless and and not you know it doesn't doesn't go too overbearing and doesn't feel like fake in a way i hope it's just done done just right i would agree and i think marvel if anybody's going to handle a tribute for for chadwick i think Marvel would handle it very well, doing a great amount of a great portion of a story, along with a tribute to a guy who was very much beloved by his peers and people all over the world. 
Um, I don't know if you know this, but if you actually go to watch Black Panther on Disney+, Plus, they actually made a whole tribute uh, Marvel intro with Chadwick Boseman. So I expect to see that when Black Panther Wakanda Forever comes out. Um, the other thing is that we could see the introduction of Submariner Namor because Wakan- the Wakandans and the Atlanteans are having bitter rivals for years and years. Um, there's also set leaks earlier this year showing that there was underwater scenes for like a little pool being filmed. One of the set guys posted that picture online, and I don't get why you would post underwater stuff if Atlantis was not going to be a part of it. Uh, but overall, I'm very much excited looking for this movie and all the movies here. But Andreas, we'll, we'll kind of end here. What is your most anticipated show from Marvel, and what is your most anticipated movie from Marvel coming into 2022? Anticipated show for, for Marvel slash Star Wars or just Marvel? Um, I would say Marvel because I think the easy answer for, for Star Wars is, is Obi-Wan. Just... You know me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, so for Marvel, oh, damn. Oh, there's so many. Uh, Moon Knight. Okay. The de- definitely Moon Knight. Uh, the the other ones I'm sure are going to be good. She Hulk, Miss Marvel, um, maybe a close second is Secret Invasion, but 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 Moon Knight for me, yeah. And yeah. for the uh, movies, oh movies, um, ooh, ooh, that's hard. Uh, we ask hard questions here. Multiverse of Madness. That's a good one. Um, I would have to agree with Moon Knight and obviously Kenobi. Uh, Moon Knight's uh, Secret Evasion is also up there as well. Um, I I will say Secret Invasion only to counter you to have a different uh, uh, thing here. Uh, but and the movies, um, multiverse. It's it's for me. It's between multiverse and Thor. Uh, but because I'm just on this whole multiverse train that, you know, my, my favorite stuff in the MCU is the multiversal stuff, the, tr- the the weird trippy stuff, and then also the cosmic stuff along with the Guardians and Thor. But um, I will probably have to say, um, I'll say Thor Love and Thunder right now, but it's probably going to be Multiverse of Madness. I think it's probably going to be the best movie next year, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I agree. This, this year, what am I talking about? This year. Yeah. I, I again, I think Thor is going to be a close second if they if they have the similar tone and do the similar stuff that they did on uh, Ragnarok. This is going to be a a, a, a great film. Um, but you know, Sam Raimi, Doctor Strange, multiverse, Doctor anything Strange, different. and Doctor Bingo. Strange, and, and Mordo, <laughs> and Mordo, and Doctor Strange variants—they're everywhere. I mean, the other All big. The the other big thing is like Loki was also reported to be in the movie right after Loki season one ended. So I think we'll see Tom Hiddleston Loki show up as well. Nice. Nice. Along with a possible Kang reference here and there. But anyway, I think that is all the time we have here. We've been doing this for, let's see here. Yeah. Just a little bit over an hour, just the right amount of time for you guys to listen to us and to not get sick of us anymore. Anyway, uh, Andreas, thank you so much for coming on, my friend. Uh, as as we always say here, you are always welcome uh, anytime. I really appreciate you coming in for filling uh, filling in for Vinny, and I'm sure Vinny appreciates it as well. Uh, thank you so much, my friend. You're always welcome. Anytime, man. Anytime. 
Awesome. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. You can follow us on Instagram at fanspeculation underscore pod and on Twitter at fanspeculation, all one word. Uh, please be sure to be leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. I've been saying for the longest time to leave us on your favorite podcast app. Apparently, you can only really do on Apple Podcasts, maybe a few others. Spotify just added a feature where you can add a five-star review on the Spotify podcast app. So if you listen to us on Spotify, which Andreas... Excuse me. I know you do. Please be sure to listen to us. Uh, listen to us there, but also give us a five star review there. It really helps out the the podcast and everything uh, for us to keep doing this for you guys. Um, please sure to share with your friends. Uh, let us know on social media. Uh, are you excited about Andrew Garfield possibly returning to be the Sony vs. Spider Man? What is your most anticipated Star Wars show? What is your most anticipated Marvel show? What is your most anticipated Marvel movie? Let us know on social media. We'll be talking about it. We want to interact with you guys any possible way you can. So for CJ Palmasano and for my good buddy Andreas Calcars, thank you all so much so much for listening to fan speculation. We'll see you all next bang, week. Bang, bang. <laughs>